ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Hey ladies, welcome to this episode of the No Higher Calling Podcast. I am so excited to have a returning guest, my first returning interview. Katie Davidson is back with me on the podcast today. So Katie, thank you so much for joining. Well, thanks for inviting me. Of course. How could I not? You are just a (laughs) constant source of encouragement and lessons and a godsend as a friend. So... Oh, we have lots of fun. We do. Too much fun, our husbands might say. <laughs> yes, I think so. I think they're about done with our bucket list oh, this yes. summer, but we Man, had a we great summer. we have had an awesome <laughs> summer. We had a backyard camp out with five little ones, five and under. We did a double date night kayaking. We're about to do river rat tubing with our little With children. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we've had a great summer, and we're just gearing up for fall. <laughs> But Katie is such a good friend. If you haven't listened to the episode um, that she did, Guiding Our Children to the Shepherd, talking about lessons that God has taught her from Psalm 23, you need to go back and listen to that. That has encouraged so, so many moms. Um, But that's a great episode. But I knew a couple months ago that I needed to have Katie back on. I really, I mean, there's so many things that I could have her on to talk about. I feel like we are such kindred spirits. And the more time we spend together, just the more God intertwines our hearts, I feel. And and our kiddos are the same way. They just love each other like they were just brothers and sisters. But probably, probably two months ago, I would say, um, it was summer day. We had another bucket list adventure. We had a zoo day, two mamas and all five kiddos. And it was great. It went so smooth. The day was great. Um, But we left. And I got home, you know, text Katie, oh, I had fun. Hope you guys made it home safe. And she texted me back. I think you had blown a tire. No, well, our, um, oh, what was it? Our, was it our car stopped. The transmission, something. something happened. And we were on the side of the road. <laughs> she was. And it was right at lunchtime after several hours at the zoo. Hot day, tired kids, hungry kids. But in just in that text correspondence, I mean, I immediately, my stomach sank, and I was like, oh my goodness, how inconvenient, how terrible. Um, you know, your husband was at work, so you were waiting on just figuring out the situation. But your heart attitude was so upbeat, and like, it's okay. You know, we, we had snacks, so we're able to munch on our snacks and not be too hungry. And there was construction guys working on the side of the road, so it was entertainment for your kids, but you were so upbeat. <laughs> and that... I mean, it, it, it encouraged me more than it encouraged me. It really convicted me because let me back up a few days before that incident. My day was going smooth sailing. Um, actually, my kids were at my mother-in-law's, so I took a nap. Like, it was going really well. And then I went over to my mother-in-law's, and she was like, Ivy just hasn't been acting normal. Anyway, she had a terrible fever. Like, 6 in the evening, I have all three of my littles going into urgent care. Simeon was out of town. Ivy was just miserable, wound up having like a double ear infection. It was terrible. The other two kids were hungry and tired, and one accidentally knocked a picture off the wall in the doctor's office, and I got death glares from all the nurses. I mean, it just, it was one thing after another. 
finally get out of there, go to get the prescription. Of course, they were backed up. Wouldn't fill it for an hour. We had to, it, it's just, you know, it was just one thing after next. And my heart attitude in my circumstance was terrible. And not only was I fuming and angry and snapping at my kids, I just, I felt like I needed to call to somebody else and vent about my terrible day. So I called my sister and I'm just, you know, just rattling off on everything that was wrong and inconvenient and just bummed me out about that situation. And then here a couple days later, Katie has this situation and she just handled it with such grace. <laughs> and so, but, but the Lord used that to really redirect my focus on were my eyes on myself and circumstances and convenience and wanting everything to move smooth sailing, all my ducks to be in a row, or was I focusing on him and whatever he perfectly had planned to enter into my day, I was willing to trust in and to look for the bright side of things because there's, there's always, there's always blessings no matter how dark our storm feels, there's always blessings. If for nothing else, my kids and I were breathing. We were still alive. <laughs> God is still good. But that was kind of the initial point when God just kind of smote my heart and was like, Katie has learned a lesson that I want you to learn. And so I've been working on learning that. But um, so we just wanted to talk on this topic of when life gives you lemons we all have lemons in our life. And you know, there's a cute little phrase when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And you know, it, it's so much more than that. And I feel like lemons can be so sour. We love to give them to our babies and watch their face prune up. And I think back to that instance with me and my face looked like that. I'm sure just so <laughs> wanting to spit out everything that had been put into my day. But but that was my plan for my day, not God's plan for the day that he had blessed me with. So I'm going to turn it over to Katie. And she has another story where God just gave her so much grace and it <laughs> encouraged me again. And I was like, you, I'm going to drag you onto my podcast if I have to, because you've got to share this. It is so encouraging. So I'm going to turn it over to her. She's going to share another story of where God just worked on her. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I think seasons just change. And mm. um, I am, there are some people that are just very gifted with pulling it all together. I'm very, um, I, I have to plan, but it, it's not in a way it, of everything, all the little details coming together beautifully for me. It's a plan just to make it all happen. Mm -hmm. I just can't pull it together if I don't have everything lined up in the front end. And so um, sometimes things change when you have children or maybe there's some other things going on in your life that don't even have anything to do with family. You know, they're just life changes and it's not always a repeated cycle. So you can't always get really good at what you're doing. And we're in that point where we've got the children and maybe you get past the diaper baby stage and then they're at the two-year-old, I have to get my own shoes on by myself stage. But um, there's always something that's changing. And so it's like, you can't get the uh, rhythm that you want. We had. were just talking about that earlier. So I was oh. telling her like, you know, I see a mountain in front of me with one of my kids. And like, if we can just climb this mountain. Yes. <laughs> so much goes into climbing that mountain. But when you get to the top, there's, there's another something mountain. Else. <laughs> or maybe and, there's two. <laughs> you know, and, and Katie's going to address this, but what I'm learning from mountain after mountain is it keeps me dependent on Christ. Yes. If I was sufficient in and of myself, I wouldn't need him. And I desperately need him. And he's going to make sure that I remember that. 
And that's what happened this summer where the Lord was teaching us some things and some unexpected lessons. And for me, I think it was at a point where I was so, um, I, I have a tendency to feel very anxious about my children because every time we stepped out into public, there was a catastrophe. I had one child that broke out in huge hives every time we were around anything new or she ate something. And um, we had to deal with that for a while and have have to have the EpiPens and things like that. And um, we waited too long and were scolded by the um, ER doctor and the allergist that we waited 30 minutes before taking her in, but it was because she broke out all the time yeah. and we were trying to give Benadryl time. And anyway, it's, it's hard to navigate things it, like that too. <laughs> it is. And it was like, why can't we just be normal people? And so that was kind <laughs> that of my normal. mindset. <laughs> no, I just want to be normal. And so we were getting ready for vacation Bible school and it was going to be our first year to have a child get to go. We, my husband and I work on the bus ministry. It's always our favorite time. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's anything to do with the children and we always are all involved, but this year we have one of ours mm-hmm. and it was so much more personal and we got involved in every way we could. And, um, we signed up to help with the decorations. I was testing out all of our freezer meals and we were getting, um, picking out our favorite ones and I was going to lay all their clothes out and we were going to get rid of all the distractions. And so that we could just focus on, um, what we were going to do each day and that the the Lord was going to be free to work in our hearts. And we were talking to our little one, um, right before someone that we know, um, went to heaven. And so that opened up so many conversations, Mm -hmm. so many questions, and I didn't want to get dragged down in the rush and miss the heart in the moment, in the preparation. Mm -hmm. And so we were even taking time for that and to answer the questions and to, Think about um, the fact that we don't know what, how long we have on earth. And we want to make sure that um, when the Lord lays something, a circumstance in our life, like that loved one going to heaven, that we take the time to really think about it, pray for the family, mm-hmm. openly with our children, discuss the reality that there is an eternity and yeah. that we talked about, we pulled out our, we have a little Bible from Answers in Genesis and it talks about when God first created the world. And we talked about how that Satan has a desire to steal your hearts from God. He wants mm-hmm. to steal your joy. And we talked about how that God had a plan and he, there was a battle. Anyway, we were ready for this vacation Bible school. Yeah. We prayed about all the details coming into it. We watched the Lord provide things out of nothing as you glossed over this. Let me interrupt yes. because you were too modest in your comment. Katie was in charge of decorating the preschool division for VBS, and you did a magnificent <laughs> job. But as your friend, I saw all the investment of time, of resources, of yourself, the late nights that you spent doing this, one, because you really had a heart to serve, but two, because you had a daughter that was going to be in this group. It was so neat. It's even, you know, my daughter was in the group too. And you knew these little ones. These are the little ones that are in our lives. We know what would excite them. Yeah. These were, these, these were our people. These are our friends. And and you poured so much into the decorations, knowing the hearts and personalities of our kiddos to set the stage that would really draw them in. And you did a Fabulous job, but I wanted to make sure to really hone in on that because as you're leading up to how the VBS week went for your family, you did, you've, I mean, you put in weeks and weeks of preparing and trying to get 
every T crossed and every I dotted so that you could have the most successful week possible. So I just wanted to go back and say, <laughs> bravo, Katie. <laughs> you did so well. Well, we were studying the Ten Commandments, and this is the rally room for the four- and five-year-olds. And so at that point, they're going to be introduced to a lot of things for the first time. Mm-hmm. So we were wanting them to understand the law is going to reveal our need for the Lord and the uh, need for His Word and how that He can uh, lead us and show us the good way. He He wants us to have that joy that Satan's trying to take away from us. So all of this is, um, we're just, as the Lord opens a door, we were really praying about it and asking the Lord what part was He had for our family to be involved in. And it was so sweet because the people that were artsy, uh, maybe there was this one person that was really good at executing ideas Mm -hmm. and they linked up with somebody that was really good with coming up with the ideas and another person was just really resourceful (laughs) and it's like the lord just god brings the group (laughs) did it all together and the timing of it the lord really encouraged us in the preparation so now it's the week of and we're so excited and i woke up that morning and my little boy was had some spots on him and i wasn't sure if he was getting sick or not and i thought well we won't contaminate the nursery we'll just stay in i thought he was fine he wasn't having fever or anything but we decided to let him stay home but my daughter was able to go oh let me back up to the preparation week the oven broke oh so (laughs) there were some things like that happening too so i planned all these freezer meals and we were going to do all of this stuff and my oven died it was the second time it had broken the parts didn't work we had to order a new one it was not in so i thought well that was one thing that was going to make my day not smooth with Mm -hmm. children you need to be (laughs) ahead of nap time and meals you've just got to keep that in rhythm or else the rest of your day is affected so i thought lord you allowed it we started limping along with things that were not the recipes that we had chose we grilled out a lot it was actually really good we would grill (laughs) for a week of meat and then we would just heat it in the microwave so it turned out well but again the lord kind of took us off of my scripted path of me just trying to do the best in my ability to prepare he kind of did it his way And I think that that was a part of him preparing for the week, just us to keep our eyes in the right place. Mm -hmm. So then the next day came, we were making lunch, and my little boy climbed up on, he's a climber, and he... (laughs) We always joke about our goal is just to keep him alive, and it's so true. (laughs) But he's very little, and he's just fast, and he's quiet, and he just is all about taking everything apart. Well, he fell off a bar stool and um, bit his tongue, but I know the tongues are supposed to heal. Mm. He got it good. It was so bad. He did. I it saw was, a picture. <laughs> it was really bad. So I just, and the pediatrician, there was a storm going. The electricity mm. was out. They didn't have phones. I didn't want to go to the ER. I walked into the pediatrician's office. They looked at it and they said, I am so sorry, but I think it needs to be stitched. And he has to go under anesthesia to do that. You need to go to children. So we went through the line there then we went through children's they came and looked at it and they said it's they were shining the light under it over it y'all it was really deep (laughs) it's just the way he he just nailed it perfectly Mm -hmm. and so they said i think maybe it'll go back together and they sent us home but he's two and it he kept re-injuring it and by the morning it was really bad Mm -hmm. so we sent a picture to my 
to the ENT that we had been seeing and he said that there was no way it was going to come back together well. So we went through the day and COVID had affected something. So mm-hmm. yeah, without a lot of detail that, you know, you've got the two-year-old and a four, five-year-old. She was four at the time. So we were having to figure out which one she was allowed to be with me with and which one she had to leave. And my mm-hmm. husband was having to come and go from work. And it was a very, um, long day. And then, um, we got past all of that. The point of the whole process was I had ex- ex- anticipated this week so long. We were so excited about the And you had thing. done everything you could control yes. to make it be smooth. And honestly, the, it was such a freak thing with the way he fell. We weren't doing anything. He was sitting at the table to eat. Mm-hmm. He just slipped. And I think um, he, just the way he landed, yeah. he just hit his chin. I think he hit the chin on the seat of the chair, but mm-hmm. it just landed perfectly. And it was just this... It just, the Lord allowed it to happen. And um, we had to navigate through all of that. But um, we have these friends that are really awesome. (laughs) My husband called and um, we were getting ready for, he had to go, oh, the poor kid. Another thing you know about Clement is if you're ever around him, he he eats, he's little, but he eats nonstop. Mm. And he had to go, um, we were not anticipating surgery that day. Yeah, he had to go all day without eating, and it was like five o'clock for the surgery. So it was a that was he was very upset with me mm. <laughs> over that, and he couldn't even drink water the last half of the day. But anyway, um, we got to snatch Becca. That yeah, was fun. They did. <laughs> they kidnapped Becca, added him to their family. Um, I think Simeon jumped in for my husband's part of the skit, and uh, again, the Lord just provided the perfect people that only there. Rebecca had had an unsettling day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. in long days in the waiting room and, uh, watching her brother struggle, wanting to fix it and can't, yeah. there's nothing that hurts her more than not being able to help someone that's hurting. Mm-hmm. And, um, so she was, I would have been very worried about her going to a new thing, BBS. Mm-hmm. She's four, you know, this is her first yeah. time round. Maybe she had turned five that week, I think. And so I was so happy that she was with some friends that knew her so well. Yeah. But even and that all detail, things considered, through your week, Becca got to go every night, Every right? night. Yeah. Every night she did. And um, so ultimately, I had a lot of time to think about my motive for the week. Like sometimes you have to scale back. You get mm-hmm. this long list and it's like, okay, here's my goals. Here's what we're going to do. And then sometimes you just have to change your, um, what your goals are to something that's more reachable. And I was mm-hmm. like, in all of this is my goal to participate every night and to be there through all of the lessons, mm-hmm. or is it for the Lord to work in my heart? And I just started having a little bit of, um, the Lord just was more working in my heart as I'm helping my children, you know, how do I measure success? Is it about participating the way I had planned or is it about having an open heart for God's purpose and direction that he's putting on my life? Cause mm-hmm. it's kind of not, um, it's different what's going on in my life than what's going on with the person next to me. Mm-hmm. But we're the Lord's working in both of our hearts. And I yeah. think that that was something that encouraged me that week. Um, and even helping my, um, children, you know, in navigating through all of these circumstances is that our goal is for our heart attitude as we walk through the circumstances, because I thought VBS was going to be the most 
um, influential. Yes, I thought the Lord was going to speak truth into their hearts and it was going to be such a meaningful time. And we've been discussing it. I've been prepping them Mm -hmm. to understand what they're going to hear. But here I am running from emergency room to doctor's (laughs) office, to hospital, to surgery prep. Mm -hmm. And they're watching me respond to some pretty stressful things. And my husband's trying to be there. Um, he was driving children that didn't have a ride, um, to VBS. He was in charge of picking them up and he was in the skit and he was helping in a class. And there were so many details that he's trying to be there for us and help us where we need to be. And he's trying to make sure that those spots were filled in. Um, I thought, why are you letting it happen to us? (laughs) Well, and something that that I'm learning in life too, life is life. We live in a sinful fallen world. We're going to have inconvenient circumstances, unwanted things, difficult trials. I mean, stuff that, I mean, I know the person that you're talking about that passed away, hard, hard stuff to go through, you know, whether it's, it's just a minor inconvenience or the loss of someone very close to you, but it's going to happen. It's life. There's brokenness. There's sorrow in the world. Our heart is what God is focused on that you know, these circumstances, uh, my, my issue, Ivy had an ear infection. I couldn't magically make that go away. We had to work through that. We had to work through the fact that I couldn't speed up the pharmacist, but remembering that I can either, yes, I can portray a bad attitude and let the inconvenience display in all of my mannerisms and my actions and my words and all and the frustration of the situation, or I can just try to focus on Christ and what is it that you have in this season. And honestly, you know, I think it would have been detrimental to your kids had you done all that prep work, preparing not only your home and the church, but their hearts for VBS. If you then, when it, when the rubber met the road, you would have fallen apart when circumstances, you you know, see what I'm saying? I think it's so important that as moms, whatever you're going through, we've got to keep our eyes focused on Christ because what is our lesson, what is our actions teaching if our lessons aren't meeting our actions and our heart responses? We try to teach our kids, have a joyful heart, you know, look for the blessings, be thankful, but are we mirroring that for them when life happens as life does? It not only is affecting our heart, but they're watching us every step of the day and the Lord's entrusted us with them. And yeah, there's so many little moments that you may miss if you're Mm -hmm. only focused on what your destination is in your mind. Yes. You might miss the little steps along the way. Yeah. And that's good. And I think when we were talking, you mentioned, so what is our goal? What is, what is our goal in all of this? Is it the destination? Well, and I think that one thing that the Lord was really teaching me in that week, once things started um, unwinding or not unwinding, once the in, uh, events started unfolding before mm-hmm. my eyes and all of these things started happening and I couldn't keep up and I didn't really know the best way to handle it, um, you know, as far as do we need to sew it? Do we need to not, you know, because mm-hmm. that was a whole nother process getting, going through the surgery and everything. But um, sometimes I think that I've learned that it's not so much what we do in the moment, but it's what we filled in our heart leading Mm -hmm. up to that moment. 
um, because we have been really, we really genuinely have been praying and asking the Lord to do something special in our heart. And we had a picture in our mind of how he was going to do that. <laughs> Don't <laughs> but, we always? <laughs> but we really did want him to work in our heart and draw us to him. And I think that all the preparation that was going into our heart was preparing us for something that we didn't know was coming. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes in the Bible, there's some, um, there's some people that Maybe the Lord did the same thing too. Like you can see David, he was a young shepherd boy. He was the little brother and who would have known that he would have defeated a giant mm -hmm. or you have Joseph betrayed by his um, brothers and probably the ones he was closest to who ultimately was the one that was able to save his family or mm -hmm. Ruth, the lost widow who didn't know the truth and learned about the truth and the Lord bought her back and restored her and just some different things like that. I think the Lord's given us some really sweet examples in the Bible mm -hmm. that are different circumstances, but the Lord still worked in their heart that way. And no matter what your circumstances are, you can be filling up on those truths and you can be learning about those people um, because uh, the Lord can apply them in all stages of life because mm -hmm. it's not about what they're walking through, how to raise your children, how to um, prepare for something, you know, but we all are wanting to um, follow the Lord's direction. Honestly, there's just a battle between the Lord and Satan mm -hmm. for our hearts. And I think a lot of these things that we're talking about now are things that have been um, passed or just I've been drawing from other moms that I've been watching that have been seeking the Lord. Um, I have an older brother with Down syndrome and growing up, I think that I was strongly influenced by decisions my parents made um, that would, for him, um, there were some things that we couldn't do. Uh, maybe the, they were just unrelatable to other people, decisions mm -hmm. that we had to make yeah. that um, we didn't know what was going to be the right decision or the wrong decision in. Um, we didn't know how long he was going to live. And mm -hmm. so the doctors would give us a life expectancy for him. And then he would exceed that life expectancy. Mm -hmm. And so there was a lot of unknowns. And I think that as a child, my parents always pointed it to the Lord that he was designed for a specific purpose yes. that he, the doctors fought my mom to not keep him when he was born. Mm -hmm. And there's so many stories that we grew up hearing about that. Um, or even when he was, um, just his value of life as he grew older and different things he was able to do. But I think as a child, I was strongly influenced by their desire to find the Lord's, the Lord custom designed him for mm -hmm. a purpose. And yeah. they were always looking for that and encouraging us that, um, we were perfect mm -hmm. for what God had designed us to do. Mm -hmm. And that I think, um, we've talked a lot about as moms that we're opposite in a lot of ways. I think that I'm encouraged by your order and you're encouraged <laughs> by my chaos. <laughs> How could we even be friends? <laughs> oh but man. We need each other. We need all your of the truth different personalities. Fills my holes of lack and vice versa. <laughs> no, so. that's so good. And, and even in your example with your brother and just thinking, you know, I think so often when our eyes aren't focused on Christ, we forget that every single thing that enters into our life is perfectly chosen yes. by a God who loves us, a God who is our father, a God who is our shepherd, who tenderly guides us along the path that he has already surveyed long before we walk down it, knowing what dangers we're going to encounter, what 
pestilence. I mean, this, this goes back to our Psalm 23 episode, but he has already, the shepherd has gone down, has seen, this is what, this is what my sheep whom I love so much is going to walk through. And, and it's okay because this is the path that I know leads them to the grass that I want them to be at. Yes. But I'm going to walk with them and guide them. And, and I think so, I mean, you know, I'm, Katie has things in her life that you're having to navigate decisions. You're having to make lemons that God's put there that, again, you're like, I just want to be normal. You know, I feel like in my life, I have stuff that I'm like, I don't want this in my life. I just want all this to go away or I want all this to be fixed. And when I when I get my eyes off of Christ, I tend to focus so much on the inconvenience or, or the sorrow or the difficulties that these circumstances bring into my life. But if I can keep my eyes focused on Christ, whether I fully understand why Clement fell off the bar stool or why, you know, this happened to my kid or why this circumstance has entered into my life, I know there's a bigger picture and I can rest in my shepherd, in my savior, knowing that whether his perfect plan is revealed and I can look back and say, hey, Vacation Bible School Week was crazy, but Becca got to go every night. God was oh, so good. And Clement got to go the last <laughs> he night. He did. He and our did. oven was delivered on the last night, too. <laughs> See, God works it all so, for good. Or but, even if you would have gotten through all of that and it would have totally went nothing and you would still be wondering, God, what were you planning for that week? Or whatever it is you're dealing with. You know, we, we can rest in knowing that God is all good, He's all wise, and He plans these things in our lives. And I love how you brought out that we need to not be so focused on a on success equals this destination or achieving this goal that we miss that journey because that's that's the whole Christian life is that unending pursuit of Jesus Christ. Our pastor says that all the time that constantly being conformed more into His image. And in, in order to do that, we have to relinquish our control and give it to him. And sometimes there is a little bit of, yes, we want to be prepared for, if we're wanting to get to church on time, we want to have our bags packed and prepared. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we do that and it doesn't go right and we don't make it. But you gave, you put forth the effort, mm -hmm. you did it. And sometimes you just have to start fresh the next day. Yeah. Um, I have to do that a lot. I'm like, I feel defeated because Isn't it's it like, wonderful? <laughs> his mercies are new every morning. Yes. <laughs> I need new mercies. And so I'm not discrediting the fact that we need to be prepared yes. because we yes. do. But sometimes we just have to do everything in our power and give it to the Lord and have the right heart in it and then start fresh the next day. Well, and I think that's so much of the lesson that I have learned because I am that, I mean, prepare to the detail, but because I'm so focused on the preparation and even the things that I am preparing for, okay, Sunday, for example, you know, even though my goal is to get my family to church on time so that we can worship the Lord and all the little details of prep that go up to that is my goal. And I, that's a good goal to have, but you know, if, if something happens or one of them are sick or something, you know, am I totally letting the fact that my plans derailed ruin everything about my spirit and my focus and ultimately the influence that I'm having on my kids because if you're a mama, you know, it's the day in, day out, moment by moment that our husbands and our families get to see. You know, I get to see snapshots of Katie's life. I love that I get to see more. We've, we've had an awesome summer sharing more and more snapshots together, you know, but I'm not there with her every moment. Um, 
but those in our home are. And I think it's so important that, I mean, this is just a topic that, you know, you're, you're either dealing with something now, you're going to be dealing with something, you just were dealing something. I mean, I was talking to a friend this morning, she was sharing several different things she's going through and we made the comment, you know, when it rains, it pours. Life just has a tendency of doing that. But that's something that Katie's just challenged my heart with in this topic is just couple things. One, just keeping our eyes on Christ and remembering that the joy is found in the journey following Christ. But also she was sharing about you can't expect in the push comes to shove moments. You can't expect to have a right spirit and a focus on Christ if you haven't been investing in that in the easy times. We have to constantly be pouring into our hearts God's truth so that when, hey, that moment comes where you need to draw from it, that your well is deep and you have much to draw from. I found this while I was reading a book and I came across this quote by Amy Carmichael. And when I read it, I thought, that's Katie. That is Katie. (laughs) And again, that was another confirmation from the Lord of, I want her to come on your podcast. But Amy Carmichael's quote was, for a cup brimful of sweet water cannot spill even one drop of bitter water, however suddenly jolted. I came across this quote during VBS week. And Katie did get to come the last night, but we were just talking about the week. And I shared this quote with her. And I, I did. I told her, I said, this pictures you in different snapshots I've gotten in, in your life. But so much so that week that you were very suddenly jolted again and again. I mean, it started with Clement maybe being sick to doctor's visits and hoping that was it to ER to, I mean, it was just constant. I mean, your cup was just, you know, (laughs) going through a tornado that week, but you continued to pour out sweet water. But I mean, I think you can say that it was invested there beforehand. It wasn't all of a sudden your water was being spilled and you just happened to spew sweet. <laughs> well, and I think too, some, the Lord really prepared me for some of these things too, because I have a little girl that is very emotional and some girls are, mm-hmm. and she is, and she gets stirred up really fast. And so there's so many things where I had to be more intentional in the way I responded because, mm. um, she immediately would hit panic every time yeah, anything that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> She, as a one-year-old, like when, when she couldn't talk yet and she was barely walking, if you had one drawer slightly open, she went completely nuts until you got that door shut. She would go to her dollhouse and all the faces had to be turned one direction. And just, I'm, I think it's just a personality mm-hmm. thing for her, but she would just get um, very undone very easily. Life and doesn't so, go my way. Mayday. mayday. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and so I had to be more intentional about some of the ways that I was responding because I was having to help her. She went into panic mode. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Like there were some times where you just needed some earplugs. To, <laughs> it was, it was rough. And, um, the Lord really taught me a lot during that, I mm-hmm. think, and encouraged me with some of the things that other people were walking through that I didn't have to face and me, wondering what made them so real. I think that there are some people that have no idea that they're influencing those around them. Mm -hmm. Some of them, um, I'm, they probably would not consider me a close friend because we don't cross paths very much, Mm -hmm. but their ministry and their heart for the Lord is so, um, like it just spills out to Mm -hmm. those around them because their heart is pure and because they are seeking the Lord's direction and sometimes they get moved to another geographical area and it 
it's a bittersweet time because we are um, so excited that the Lord's leading them and directing them. But at the same time, we will strongly miss them because they are just a positive influence to everybody around them. And I think um, all of this, when we're talking about um, circumstances and stuff, sometimes it's not about where you are. And it's not about finding the perfect place. And it's not about removing all of the lemons. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's about your response with where God's led you. And I think we can encourage each other. Sometimes maybe I have children. Maybe someone else would love to have children. Or maybe somebody would love to be married. Or Mm -hmm. maybe someone was married and their loved one is gone. And we're all in different places in our life. But I think that um, finding friends that have a desire for the Lord to have their heart, um, we have that in common. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's something that maybe you and I, when I was making the joke, I mean, it is kind of true that you are very organized and (laughs) everything works out, you know, not works out, but I'm just saying that you plan things very well. And I feel like everything I do unravels and we're opposite that way. And, um, but I think that we get, we are so close because we are just enjoying the journey that the Lord's giving us mm-hmm. and that we have a desire for the Lord to draw our hearts and to be an encouragement to other people that maybe are feeling discouraged. We just want them to be encouraged um, that the Lord has designed them for something perfect and maybe their talent is going to be different, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we can't uh, encourage one another because yeah. sometimes we need the gift that the Lord's given you. Maybe it's not a gift he's given us and you can be an encouragement to us and we can be an encouragement to you. And the Lord just gives us friends that can Mm -hmm. encourage us in the Lord. It is. It's huge to have a like-minded kindred spirit. I I think of Anna Green Gables and Diana, you know, bosom friends. And, you know, I feel like God's given us that, you know, I have several other friends that you know, we, we might not even talk all the time, but that, you know, I would never hesitate to send them a text and say, I, I have, some, you know, there's even been times where I couldn't share what my prayer request was, but I knew that even just saying, Hey, I have it unspoken and I really need you to pray. I can count on that friend and know they're going to pray for me. And that is, that's so huge. So in this topic of just when life gives you lemons, I mean, I think we've talked about several different things, keeping your focus on God you know, not yourself, not your circumstances, but really being focused on Christ. Even in talking about this, pouring truth into your heart ahead of time. This this quote by Amy Carmichael, we have to have that sweet water there, that well to draw from in the good times and in the bad times, but it's an investment that we have to make in those, in, in all times. Um, you know, I'm even, I'm even thinking, and you know, I, I said my personality is very much like, like my things in order and when they don't go according to plan panic um i god is growing me in that and you know i was recently talking to a titus 2 friend and you know she was kind of asking how my life is i was like it's kind of like a roller coaster you know i'm down here i'm up here and she said you know she's like as you continue to walk with christ you'll still have those ups and downs but it'll be like rolling hills and not like you know, way up high, way down low. <laughs> and, and, you know, I thought about that and I even looked at some of my current lemons and circumstances, but even, even now I can look back and see from five years ago, 10 years ago, some of that emotional upheaval and panic 
mellows out a little bit. Now I have a long way to go to get to the rolling hills, but God can give us a calm, quiet heart that rests and trusts in him. Whatever our personality, whatever our circumstance, it can be found in Christ. Just calm assurance that he's in control. But I think it, it comes from a person who has their eyes stayed on Christ, pouring truth in their hearts, surrounding themselves with like-minded friends that are going to encourage them. These are keys, I think, at least for my own life personally, to be able to have the right perspective, to pour that sweet water yes. when the time comes. That, that's been most of my takeaway from how God has used you and your ups and downs and your spirit as you encounter those ups and downs to well, convict me and to encourage me and to get me on the right path. Well, you've been a huge encouragement to me because who else can you text in the middle of the night <laughs> when you have somebody you're trying to decide to take the emergency room or not, you know, like you've been that friend to me. So that's why I'm saying, I think, um, I think it's kind of, neat how the Lord did that, how that yeah. he uses you to encourage me and me to encourage you. <laughs> well, in Proverbs, it says iron sharpens iron. So man sharpens the countenance of his friend. And you know, the, the older I get, I'm thankful for all of the friendships that I have in my life. But the older I get, the more I try to narrow my focus to what Christ's focus is, the more I am so thankful and dependent and and treasuring the friendships that are that iron that sharpen me and that's not always comfortable sometimes that means somebody's needs to speak truth into my life when it might hurt or it might be uncomfortable for them to speak the truth into my life because it's it's a difficult thing or like you said to have that friend that you can just text any hour of the night, any request, you and know, know <laughs> they're going to pray in that moment. Yes. And they're not going to think that I'm crazy or that I'm a terrible mom or, you know, that I can just be me, be vulnerable. And that God has given me. And, and you know, I don't think you're going to have tons and tons of those friends. Those are, those are special friends that God gives, but I'm so thankful for our friendship and how God has done that. And just and seeing, you know, it's neat when you can read these scripture verses, but you can attach them to a person or a part in your life where you just say, this is, I'm living this verse. And God's done that, I think for us. I, I hope you feel the same yes, way I do. in this verse. And um, if you have that friend, treasure them. Um, if you don't have that friend, ask God to give you that friend and try to be that friend. You know, I that's one thing that Katie challenges me with often is she is, she is the constant stable friend for me no matter what her roller coaster might look like her spirit is constant and that has been that has been an encouragement and a challenge and something that I've tried to analyze in my life one am, am I acting like that for my own self my own family but am I being that constant friend for somebody else because we all have our ups and downs and twists and turns I just I think in all of this you know the, to everything there's a season there's, there's easier seasons, there's hard seasons. You know, you finally get through a hard season. We talked about it earlier and then, oh, you have a new hard season. <laughs> Again, it keeps us focused on Christ, dependent on him and ever so thankful that we have friends to do the journey with us. Um, but I, I think, and Katie and I talked about this some before, but our time is short. We really, we don't have long, whether praying that the Lord comes back today 
Or, you know, if we live to be 90 or however old, you know, whatever time God chooses to give us on this earth, it is short. And I think there are so many things that Satan wants to use to distract us. You know, I, my Titus 2 mentor, she was talking to me the other day and she was sharing that Satan can't touch a believer's eternity. That is rooted in Christ, but he can keep us distracted from impacting other people's eternity. And that was such a challenging thought to me. And these distractions can take so many shapes and forms and and aspects of our life. But even in this topic of just when life gives you lemons, when inconvenient circumstances in your life, whatever, whatever degree of inconvenience or difficulty, um, are we letting it be a distraction from what we thought our goal was, from what we defined our success as? Or are we focusing on Christ, not being distracted by anything that wants to hold us down and say, hey, a perfect loving God chose this for me. What do I need to learn in this? And how can I mirror Christ's image through this? So that's my takeaways from your words of wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was our, I think the Lord intertwined the story together on this one. Well, and, and I do feel like God does that so often in our friendship. I love how I don't know, but some our conversations tend to not be like me and you. It just kind of like they just get woven together and your thoughts are my thoughts. And then we just share them. And, and it's so sweet, the unity that Christ can give distractions aside. There's so many things that seek to divide Christians today. But all distractions aside, the unity that we have in Christ you know, there's some areas where you just have to degree, agree to disagree. Yes. Or you do things different than I do. I do things different than you do. But we both love the Lord. We both want to follow the Lord with all of our hearts. We both want to be moms and wives that guide our family in truth. And on that ground, whatever the peripheral is, and, and not that we aren't like-minded, but, you know, with, with whoever is in your life. We can be different directions. You might yeah. be in Australia or somewhere like that. Yes, <laughs> and, and we can still find that, that relationship in Christ that will stand the test of thousands and thousands <laughs> yes, of <it> miles. Will. <laughs> and I look forward to you keep, like, continuing to get my, I guess at that point it'll be messenger messages, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we'll have to plan. see what kind of virtual bucket list stuff yeah, can we <laughs> We'll come up with something. I'm going to go to my zoo and pick one bird and you go pick a bird at yes, your zoo or we'll something. We'll send each other pictures. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, God is good. He is good in the hard times and in the good times. And he is so good to give us friendships, to give us other people that we can just link arms with, and we were intended to do this alone. God created us for community, for friendship. He created us relational beings that he wanted us to find people that we can have that friendship with and that we can encourage each other because that is what you've done for me is just, you know, you, you've helped me keep my focus on Christ when I needed that. And so Praise thank the Lord. you. I pray that that will do the same thing for somebody listening. I know it will. Again, your other episode has been an encouragement. Time and again, I've heard countless moms I just say what a blessing. Shepherd. I can do the shepherd every time. <laughs> well, I know. Time. And obviously in this episode, I started like going down the shepherd trail. Oh, it's like, I just the fact uh, that the shepherd walks with us. Yes. I just, when we, when you first started this, I was like, I really, 
I was trying to not bring it up the again. The shepherd but part two. The shepherd, yes. I thought that was my big thought the whole time we put this together, that the shepherd's with us mm-hmm. in that he doesn't leave us alone. But yeah. just be encouraged. Don't be discouraged if you're in a tough, a rough season. Just know that he's there with you and he can see what you can't see. And we can just trust him in that. Yeah. Yes, and he does. He works all things together for our good. I, I recently did an episode on this too. Our good doesn't mean our version of success. Our good means being conformed into Christ. And he puts good and bad circumstances into our life to work that all out for our good and for his glory. So I hope this was an encouragement to you. I know it's been an encouragement <laughs> to me. Katie, thank we you. We needed it. Again. You yes. <laughs> yes, you get to benefit from our encouragement challenges for one another. But no, I know this will encourage so many ladies. Thank you for joining me, Katie. It's always a pleasure to get to talk to you and get to talk about the Lord with you. So praise the Lord. Well, let me pray and I will close out this episode. Father, I thank you so much for the opportunity that we have to just share your word with each other and encourage one another. Lord, I thank you for Katie and for her friendship and her willingness to speak into the hearts of the listeners of my podcast. Lord, I do pray that you'll be with each one who's listening. I don't know what circumstances are in their lives, how they might feel, whether they just feel like they're drowning where they're at, or if, you know, they're just barely hanging on. Lord, I pray that you will just be with each lady. Lord, keep our focus on you. I pray you'll help us to keep our hearts rooted in truth. And I pray that you will bring friendships across our paths that um, are this iron that sharpens iron, just the encouragement that we need as we point one another to you and to your truth, Lord. I thank you for your blessings and for your guidance in our lives. I thank you for being the shepherd that walks beside us. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.